Welcome to Cast Conversations, a bi-weekly podcast for school leaders by school leaders. Each of our episodes will engage practitioners and thought leaders in conversations about issues, ideas, and innovations relevant to today's busy educators. Hello everyone, my name is Rosie O'Brien Wojtek and I'm the current president for the Connecticut Association of Schools. I'm very excited to be here today at Brownstone Intermediate School in Portland with Connecticut's 2018 Kid Governor, Megan Kaparowski, who is a fifth grade student here at Brownstone. Megan ran on a cancer awareness platform. In November, she was elected Kid Governor by more than 6,100 Connecticut fifth grade students who were registered to vote in this year's state election. Megan's inauguration ceremony was held on January 19th at Connecticut's Old State House. Megan, you must be really proud and excited. What an honor. Congratulations. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you to the Connecticut Association of Schools and everyone who supported me. And along with Megan, I would also like to introduce your principal, Allison Hine. Hi, thank you so much for coming. We're so proud of Megan. Glad you can come. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> and Brian Cofrancesco, who works for the Connecticut Public Affairs Network, CPAN, as the head of education at Connecticut's Old State House and is the creator of Kid Governor Program. Since the Kid Governor Program was launched in 2015, it's become a national award-winning statewide civics program for fifth graders. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here and for the interview. Well, welcome to both of you. So, Brian, I'd like to start by having you explain the Connecticut Kid Governor Program. Tell us how it got started, the purpose of the program, and anything else of interest to our listeners. So, we started the Connecticut's Kid Governor Program just over three years ago, in 2015, and we really wanted a way to immerse fifth graders and students in civics and civics education and really give an authentic experience. Uh, you know, you can teach civics and you can teach voting, but at a fifth grade level or as a student, you can't actually vote. So, we thought, why not have an election? So, the program teaches kids about what community issues are, how state government works and how they can use government and other action in their communities to make a difference on platforms that they've identified. Perfect. So to become a kid governor, what are the requirements? What's the process? So students have to be in fifth grade, and their teachers register them. They register the class to participate, and teachers can participate in one of two ways. Either they can have their students just vote in the election and vote on the final seven candidates, or they can also choose to nominate a student from their school. Every school in Connecticut with a fifth grade class, whether it's public or private or charter or parochial homeschool, can nominate a student from their school. And they create a campaign video and a three-point plan of action around a community issue they've identified, and they submit that to us for consideration for the statewide election. Great. So what are some of the activities and events that the Kid Governor is involved in, and what are some of the accomplishments of previous Kid Governors? So it really varies from year to year. Our first Kid Governor, Elena Tipton, was from East Hartford, and she had a very busy year advocating for kindness. She met with Governor Malloy and Commissioner Wenzel. She spoke at various events, including CAS's Elementary Leadership Conference and the annual meeting. She also worked to have buddy benches installed on playgrounds around Connecticut and had 15 installed. What a great idea. Yeah. She was very busy. And this year's kid governor, this past year, Jessica Broxham from Milford, also was busy. She advocated for legislation around allowing therapy animals in court with students. She made a trip to Capitol Hill in Washington, D.C to meet with our representatives and senators. Oh, how exciting. Yeah, and then as a result, she was awarded the ASPCA's Tommy Monahan 
Kid of the Year award nationwide. Wow. So similarly, Megan will have a very busy year working on public appearances, running a blog, and will also be planning her summer library circuit where she'll get to visit constituents around the state, all with the goal of fulfilling her platform. Okay, so we're going to hear about that in just a minute, but before we do, Allison, I'd like to ask you as principal how Brownstone Intermediate School got started with the Kid Governor Program. Well, this is my first year here, so I can't take full credit. Um, <laughs> it was well underway with the Social Studies Department Chair, Sarah Harris, and also with Megan Social Studies Teacher, Mr. Sieta Veneer. They were really already championing doing this project, doing Kid Governor and participating. So they were, you know, having the support of all those different people and all those different layers made it easy to bring the Kid Governor program here. Great. So as Brian said, there's different ways that your school can get involved. How did your school decide to nominate a candidate? Because that's quite an undertaking, I would think. So all of the students in fifth grade participated in the process. So they all formed platforms, they researched them, and they made videos because we thought that that was a really authentic experience for them. Every one of your students did that. They did. They all wow. participated in that part of it. And then kids got to decide in their classrooms whether or not they were really interested in running. Mm -hmm. So we then had one winner from each one of our five fifth grade classes, and all of the students in fifth grade then voted, and they voted for Megan. Wow. Okay, so now that Megan's been elected as kid governor for the year, has anything changed at your school? Well, we're certainly very proud of her. We've had a couple of great events, and she's handled all of this really well. She's been really gracious and humble. She has also done a wonderful job of involving the other students in her experience. Our students have three what we call win blocks every week, and they have 45 minutes where they do different project-based activities. In Megan's win block, she and her, what do you call them, your campaign team, yes. they work together on her platform, they work on her blog, they worked on you know things like preparing for today. So she's done a great job of really making everybody feel like they're part of the process. Wonderful, wonderful. So Megan, we're going to start first by having you tell us a little bit about yourself, your family, what you like to do, any future plans, anything you want us to know about you. Well, I love playing sports. I play soccer, basketball, and lacrosse, and I enjoy hanging out with my family and friends. I live with my mom and dad, my sister Mary, and my brother Kevin. Right, and I think you have a dog. Yes, Finley. Finley? And what kind of dog do you have? He is a golden lab. Oh, wonderful. And I heard just before we went on the air that you were playing basketball tonight. Do you want to tell them about the scrimmage that you've got going? Well, today we're actually going to be scrimmaging against the sixth grade boys, so I'm interested to see how that turns out. I would love, I almost would love to see him I have to say, I'm sure you're going to do well. So how did you learn about the Kid Governor program? When and how? So my teacher had introduced it to my class as we were learning about government, and I thought it would be a great opportunity to help those with cancer and think more about government and try it for myself, and I had never thought I would be able to make it this far. Wow, so it must be a shock because if everyone in the school, in the fifth grade, put together a video and was trying to be kid governor, for you to rise above everyone else, that's, that's quite an achievement, so congratulations again. Thank you. How did you find out that you were kid governor? So my whole school was in the auditorium, and we had watched a little video announcing the news, and everybody was really excited, and I'll definitely never forget it. And <laughs> I'm sure you won't. <laughs> nope. 
and later that night we had drove to Maine for Thanksgiving with my aunts and uncles and cousins and grandparents and it was really funny because everyone was calling me governor. <laughs> <laughs> and how did you feel when they did that? I felt very special. Yeah, and you should, you should. What did your friends think or what did they say? They were all just really excited for me and they were excited to help me and make sure that I got everything done when it was supposed to be done. Perfect. And it sounds like they're still helping you do that. Yes. Yeah. So I guess the first thing that you did to celebrate was Thanksgiving. Yes. <laughs> and that's quite a celebration. So you mentioned that you wanted to do cancer. So your campaign is now called Stronger Than Cancer, Lifting Spirits and Changing Lives. Why did you choose cancer? What made you feel compelled to do something in that area? Well, so many people have been affected by cancer. And at my inauguration, I had asked the question, who knows someone who either has or has had cancer? And basically every hand went up. And when someone's struggling with cancer, it's a really hard time in their lives. And so hopefully when I lift their spirits and change their, hopefully, lives, that'll hopefully help. I'm sure it will. So your cancer awareness platform had three points in the plan. Can you kind of talk about those three different points what is it that you hope that your team, your group of people are going to be able to accomplish? So my first part in my platform is to create a video to make people more aware of how bad cancer is so they want to help out more. And then because of getting people more aware, I'm going to hold a fundraiser where anyone who donates $1 or more will receive like a wristband to show their support. And with that money, we will hopefully hire an entertainer to make the kids and adults struggling with cancer happier. I am so looking forward to seeing your video and seeing the work that you're doing. So what's your plan for getting kids all across Connecticut to help you accomplish that goal? Well, I have a blog where they can see what's going on and become more aware and hope to help out with my fundraiser and watch the video to become more aware. Okay, and so for all of our listeners, I should also probably stop and say that if you go to the Kid Governor website, you can actually see the video of when you found out that you were Kid Governor. You can see her actual campaign video along with some other campaign videos of the other people who were the finalists and a lot of other things. So I'm assuming, Brian, that her video will be out there as well when she starts talking about what she wants to do with cancer. Absolutely. We're going to be starting the process to develop her video in the next few weeks, and so her educational video will be on there, as well as the video of her inauguration and other coverage of things that she's been working on or will be working on during her term. Cool. So what's been the most exciting part for you so far, being Kid Governor? It would probably have to be the inauguration day, and during that when my class came in and I had an activity for them to help the people with cancer and meeting the other seven finalists. And as Kid Governor, what are you looking forward to doing this year? I'm looking forward to helping those struggling with cancer and to see a smile on their face because it's a really hard time for them. It is. And is there anyone you would love to meet? Well, it's hard, but I'm excited to see the younger kids, like how they're fighting with this heart disease, because it's definitely a hard time and they're still so young. Okay. And how will you know that your term is successful? Well, once all the fifth graders across the state of Connecticut become more aware of how bad cancer is, and 
when we get those entertainers to go into the hospitals to make those kids and adults happier and lift their spirits. And you see all those smiles. Yes. Yes. That will be a great day. Mm-hmm. So where can our listeners, what can they do in order to find out more about the program and get the information? So they can go to our website, ct.kidgovernor.org. The election itself is in the fall, but they can spend the rest of the school year learning about Megan's work and helping to support her platform through her fundraiser, sharing her video, and keeping an eye on what she's up to. Uh, But they'll also, in the next few months, be able to register to participate in next fall's program. It is a free program, so there's no cost to participate, and we encourage principals, teachers, to share this widely. We'd love to keep growing participation across the state, especially since this year is a gubernatorial election for Connecticut. Right, right. Um, It's a big year to learn about how governors are elected. Right. So you you can be out there maybe (laughs) meeting all of the candidates and telling them that they need to get behind your cancer awareness program. (laughs) Allison, what do you see as the benefits for this program in your school? Well, curricularly, it aligns really well with, you know, the common core standards of listening and speaking, the experience that the kids got making their videos and preparing speeches. It also aligns really well with the Connecticut Social Studies standards, the focus on the inquiry arc, you know, it gives kids a problem and it's very open-ended and they need to figure out how to research it, how to develop their approach and then execute a plan. I would just say overall, it's a fantastic opportunity to learn about civic duty, the branches of government and the importance of being active citizens in, as Brian said, a really authentic way. I mean, it just was an amazing experience for all the kids who participated. I'm sure. Just watching those videos, I was just like in awe. And listening to the speeches, the quality of the speeches from the fifth grade students is great. So for people who want to bring the program to their schools, anything else that you would like to share about the process or what they can do to get more involved? Similar to what Allison said, you know, teachers and students get very excited, and it's Mm -hmm. incredible to see fifth graders excited about Mm -hmm. government and running for office. I do want to share, if it's okay, this fall we were really proud to announce the launch of Oregon's Kid Governor. Um, So we are now officially a national program, and we're in the process of talking to other states about bringing it to their communities. So we really hope that it'll continue to grow in Connecticut, because now students in Connecticut will be running elections and electing students alongside kids all over the nation. I have to tell you, I'm a native Oregonian, so when you said Oregon, I'm like, wow, yay, Oregon. (laughs) (laughs) I graduated from the University of Oregon, so go Ducks, yay. (laughs) So anything else that you guys would like to share about the program? I just encourage folks to go to the website, social media, on Facebook and on Twitter. Megan has a very exciting year ahead of her, and there's lots of different ways to connect and be able to follow her term. And if a teacher or an educator or principal is interested in learning a little bit more, not to hesitate to reach out to us. We'll come meet with you, explain the program, and we can also add you to our email list so you get all the updates on what Megan is up to and what the program is doing. Excellent. And Megan, are you making visits to schools? I haven't yet, but eventually I'll be going into libraries and making people more aware of Kid Governor and hoping they follow along. Or maybe even Skyping, like I'm thinking at my school for an assembly. It would be great to have you Skype in and just say hi and, you know, join me in this endeavor. So maybe we can work some things out like that. Let's talk. Yeah, let's talk. Yes, absolutely. And I'd just like to say how appreciative we are for all the hard work of Brian and his team at the Old State House because it's an amazing opportunity, not just for Megan, but for all of our students. And I know it comes with a lot of hard work. So thank you, Brian. Thank you. Absolutely. All across the state. Mm -hmm. So thank you. 
So it's been a pleasure today talking with all three of you. This is such an exciting program for our students across Connecticut. Again, our congratulations to Megan. It's going to be an exciting year, and all of us at CAS, especially me, will be actively following you during your year as Kid Governor. For all of our listeners, just one more time, I'd like to remind you that you can check out what Megan is up to and the rest of the Kid Governor program by checking in at ct.kidgovernor.org or by following CT Kid Governor on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And I'd also like to thank all three of you for taking time to talk with me today. I'd especially like to wish you all the best, Megan. We at CAST look forward to working with you and helping you achieve your goals. So if there's anything we can do to help, please don't hesitate to ask us. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Thank you for joining us for this episode of CAST Conversations. This podcast is brought to you by the Connecticut Association of Schools, serving schools and their leaders since 1935.